Welcome to That Game Show, the awkward, inappropriate, random podcast that occasionally talks about games. We're back, and we finally made our first podcast since Atlanta and Tampa Bay Comic Cons. Uh, feels good, you know, to be back here doing this recording. Yes. Uh, Eric Vasquez joining us. Kyle is out. He feels sick, and I'm just like, we really need to get a podcast episode going, because... What sucked is our last one was on promoting Atlanta. We didn't get time to do one in Tampa because of the turnaround. It was literally like our schedule was Atlanta, two weeks later, Tampa. And it was around that two weeks where like you got the clearance now to promote. And so that was kind of rough. But um, if you went to Atlanta, um, we had a whole bunch of great people there. If you went to Tampa, those two, uh, by the way, those two cons... Two totally different style shows. Well, well, to be honest with you, I'm a little upset because I didn't even get to go to Tampa Bay. Yeah, so. I mean, well, you had a good reason. Yeah. Like, it it wasn't like you skipped out to go get high. It was because you skipped out to go get high and also go to a funeral. Exactly. But nonetheless, yeah, our Tampa show is weird because you know how, like, we'll, we'll talk about both shows, actually. Um, you know how Atlanta was more, like, conversational and we had our friends, like, uh, Mr. Warframe, um, Mr. PC Master Race. Dr. No, Mrs. Yes, and all those people. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Really yeah, we met a lot of great people there. We didn't really get to have that in Tampa. Like, there were a few people that, like, they came to all the shows, and we, you know, spoke with them, but it wasn't, like, we didn't get to create that bond. Atlanta was more talking and conversational. Tampa was more, we're going to play games and stupidity. Yeah, that's what I saw in the couple of Snapchats that you guys sent me. Oh, yeah. It looked, it looked like it was pretty fun. It was fun. We, um, we, we're going to try to do this now with every con. We're going to try to do Geeking Newlywed Game. Oh, wonderful. I, I literally, I'm not going to lie, I thought of that on the way over to uh, Tampa because we were going to try to do trap cards. And I was like, actually, no, trap cards sucked because you and Kyle literally kept sabotaging the entire damn segment and well to be honest it was at the expense of you so it was okay yeah which is, is the show like there was one guy that called me a furry and kyle's like he gets the show i'm like is the show just insulting me um to be honest with you there was actually a small cult following like within our group of people that just like you know for us to mess with you me and kyle is, so. Am I the one, that, like, why am I the one that gets the jokes? Because you get the most easily offended, and it's hilarious. I don't get easily offended. You're like, don't offended right now. No, I'm not offended. I'm just more or less, like, confused. Like, what the heck is the show? If, like, he supposedly gets the show, it's like, it's not just insulting me. I don't know, it's just like the dynamic. It just works really well. It does. And I'm pretty sure people think that we're not serious. We're totally serious. Oh, gosh. We actually are going to talk about some serious stuff. Like, briefly, like, enough that we can, like, you know, hey, you should pay attention to this, but also, let's get back to the silliness. Yeah, something to warrant an actual gaming podcast show. (laughs) Yes, like, some stuff, like, hey, we'll occasionally talk about games, but it has been a while. I'm just trying to think to myself, like, what was the last thing we talked about? Because I know a lot of news, like, a lot of stuff in the news has happened. Oh, and the gaming world. (laughs) Oh my gosh! happened in the past month and a half. You had... It's an old story. Can we make fun of Philip Mewson real quick? Oh, yeah. Is that how you pronounce his name? It's Mewson, yeah. Okay, because I was having trouble. Um, Mind you, I did post a tweet saying don't, like, go, like, personally at him on Twitter. 
Because, I mean, he's he's already having a bad day. But I think a, a time has passed that we can kind of make jokes about Oh, 100%. I, I, I think the time has passed that we can do that. Well, to be honest with you, it's like the guy brings out, like, a half-hearted apology, and he doesn't even, like, take responsibility. I think he, he would people would respond better to him if he took owned up to what he did. Clearly, it's what he did. That is, yeah, that's also very true. I think, like, if he didn't, if he actually apologized on the video that he later removed, we probably wouldn't be making fun of him as much. But I kind of feel like, yeah, you're a bit open gaming. Like, you're open season now. But I want to say the one plus side to all of this, the guy that he plagiarized, Boomstick Gaming... At the time of the incident, he had 11,000 subscribers. Take a guess now how many subscribers he has. I want to say maybe over 60K. You are correct that it's over 60K. Wow, really? Yes. Oh, this is a shot in the dark. I might have been joking. He, uh, do you want to get an exact number? Yeah. Okay. It's not, it's not 60K. Like, it's not in that range, but it is over 60K. So, in a way, it's kind of... A blessing in disguise. It, it is. Because personally, I enjoy Boomstick Gaming's um, content that he puts out. It's good stuff. It's very mm-hmm. informative. I think that's not a terrible thing for him, the publicity that he got from us. No, no. It, in fact, he, the number he has, over 83,000. Jeez. So he went, like, that is a massive Jeez. spike. And with that YouTube algorithm, the way it is now... It's going to really benefit him because it's hard to go small to big. Like, you don't have that anymore. It's a rich, get richer type environment. So for him to get that, like, that I think was the overall positive out of all of this. Yes, a man's career, not ruined because you can bounce back from plagiarism. Like, it's happened to a lot of journalists before, but... It's not helping when he's digging his own grave. No, especially when you <laughs> ta- when you contact, like, Jason Schreier. Not contact him, but when you... Like, pretty much attack him, who's one of the best gaming journalists we have right now, and say, yeah, find stuff. I mean, if you find something, let me know, but it's not true. And he's like, okay. And then he just unveils everything. Yeah. Like, he literally just like, I mean, yeah, you have a four of a kind, but here's my full, like, my royal flush. Like, I'm going to beat you on this. But, um, I listen to Colin Moriarty every once in a while. Mm. Um, because I, I, you know, some kind of funny allegiance, even though I haven't listened to kind of funny in a while. And he brought up a good point. How hard is it to formulate an opinion? It's not. People do it all the time. <laughs> like, that, that's the thing. It's like, it's not like he's plagiarizing an article. It's not like he's plagiarizing a book. It's literally a review. And he's like, I do research. What research do you need to do for a review? It's your own opinion. So basically what he was saying that all his reviews that he has done in the past, he has reviewed well, from other reviews. IGN has re- removed everything. Yeah. They're re-reviewing all of his games, which luckily he wasn't there long. I think he was there for about nine months. Oh, okay. So he wasn't even there that long. So he wasn't either. there that long, but you have to you have to think about it as well. Like, how many games do you think reviewers go through in a month? Like, that's actually a really interesting question. Like, how... How often do people actually, like, review video games a month? To, to be honest, I'm not a professional video game reviewer. Yeah. So I don't know how what time constraints they're under. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, even if he, you know, had a bunch on his plate, that doesn't condone him plagiarizing. You're right. Like, yeah. Mind you, we are not, like, supporting him or anything. Like, we don't condone, like, this... Like, we condone this behavior of, like, plagiarism. Like, do the dang work. But we're also saying, like, if you have to think about... Like, we're, let's think about this in the regular reviewer aspect. Like, if you're someone at IGN, if you're someone at GameSpot, you have to do shows. So all the shows that you have to do, not to mention, like, 
any type of journalism that you have to do as well. So following up on stories and then to review stuff like, and it's not like all the games are just a few hours long. Like you have games that vary in length. Like you're gonna, God of War. You can have Jeez. God of War things. You can have God of War things. You can have Skyrim. Let's see what what edition are we at now? Oh, I gotta re-review that. That's true. So you have all that as well. Like it, it's you know it it sucks because I applied to be at IGN and I think he actually took my took the job that I was applying for. You could have been the plagiarist. I could have been the plagiarist. That could have been you. But here you are with a podcast. Yes, but the problem also now, yeah, it sucks that must here I am with this podcast that maybe of less than a hundred people follow. But at cons, we have a decent following. Hey, maybe we'll get lucky and someone will plagiarize us, and then we'll just get boom. That's what we need to do. We need to have like some type of feud because like the James Arnold Taylor feud didn't work out for us. No, it didn't. It, it didn't nowhere. work out. It went nowhere. It went nowhere. It was well. It it didn't help that I immediately like forgave him after like a day because he's so likable. I mean, have you seen James Arnold Taylor? Like, he's he's just a nice man. You should have pushed harder. I should have. It's I really fight. should have put. It's who can fight. we feud with right now? We can't go too big. Like, we can't go Markiplier because Markiplier won't notice us. That's true. We need somebody, because we're not going to get, I mean, no one's going to copy our stuff because we don't review games. Yet, I am working on Better Late Than Never review. Oh, I'd like to read that. Yeah, it, well, it's, it. yeah, it, it's something I've been promoting for two years now, and mm -hmm. I haven't done it. Well, way to go. Yep, nailed it. I mean, better late than never. So. There you go. That's why I did it. That's why I call it that. But um, who could we feud with? That's not too high, but not too low. What about, like, Clean Prince Gaming? How many subscribers is Clean Prince? Honestly, let me check. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, well, I like you... his work, though. You like his work? Some people call him. We can't. Some I, people I wanna, call him like pretentious and stuff, but honestly, I think his stuff is rather informative. He's really? kind of opinionated, mm -hmm. but I, I, I like his opinions. Speaking of YouTube channels, have you watched Gamer Bust yet? No, I have not. Gamer Bust. Um, I'll see friends of the show because they follow us on Twitter. But, dude, that's some good stuff. Brett and Brent. Like they're 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 funny, but they're also offensive. Clean Prince Gaming. Oh, that's too high. That's too high. That five hundred thousand. Like I feel like that's too high. Well, when I, to be honest, when I first started watching him, it was early this year. He did not have nearly mm -hmm. that many subscribers. He's one of the ones that literally just mm -hmm. like blew up. Like we need like Magikarp used fly like a year and a half ago, where he was oh, at like two hundred k, and then he just skyrocketed. Hold on, let me look through my subs real quick. Okay, you look through your subs, but like um, the one thing I was also thinking, like it sucks for IGN to deal with all that because people aren't going to contribute it to the reviewer. They're going to contribute it to IGN and say that IGN plagiarizes. Well, to be honest with you, people will pick anything to, to pick about with, with IGN because people don't really like IGN. Why is that? It's because they feel like they don't know what they're talking about half the time. Really? I've never... I guess I, I don't watch... Like, all their stuff. I've watched some stuff here and there, but I don't... I've never really felt that. Like, I've never felt that really with, like, GameSpot and all those shows. But, like, that was another thing. GameSpot, like, their credibility took a massive hit when they fired Jeff Gershman. Correct. And then, like, they're still now, like, trying to clamor their way up to, rel like, like, get their credibility back. Well, when it comes to IGN, mm -hmm. all I know is, like, when I... I I'm, I'm on Facebook a lot. Yes. And IGN releases a lot of other forms of media like they do a lot of movie reviews and stuff yes like that. whenever i see an ign movie review i look at the comments on facebook and everyone is just tearing them apart it's like this is not gaming what are you doing well IGN? that's the thing it's like but they do more than just gaming you know yeah it's, but i don't know well that's the thing that we have to realize now it, it, it's like 
IGN, in order for them to grow, they can't just stick with gaming. Like, they have to hit all aspects of it. Like, I will read a review, a movie review. Do I take it seriously? Eh, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It depends on the movie. But are you still, like, how many subscribers, like, how many subs do you have? Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm looking at Eric's phone right now. And he's literally like swiping and swiping and swiping, like cycling through all of his subs on um, YouTube. I am a serial YouTube watcher. This is literally my only form of media other than video games. How many, like, how many things are you subscribed to? Can I, is there a way I can tell? I don't know. Like, I thought you would happen to know offhand. No, I don't know offhand. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. I have a lot of people. It, I watch it, a lot it's... of YouTube. I watch a lot of there, I, I'm see, I'm a stickler when it comes to that. Like, I don't put a lot on there because I don't want my news feed to be bombarded. Well, to be honest with you, I also watch a lot of weird stuff. Like, okay, the other day I just subscribed to a channel called Ants Canada, and it's literally this guy who just takes care of different colonies of ants. And I'm not gonna lie to you, Chase. I didn't know I needed this in my life. I have a feeling you don't watch that sober. Oh no, I do. Really. And also not, but yeah. All I'm saying is that I didn't know that ants were that interesting. Huh. What do you know? How many subscribers does that ant thing have? So I could die a little on the inside. Do you really want to know? I want, I want it to be like 3 million. 2.2 million. <laughs> Are you <laughs> bleeping kidding me? 2.2 2 million and it just got two million as well yep so, so you should subscribe to uh ants canada this is not an endorsement or anything what i'm saying is that i was pleasantly surprised at how interesting ants are so yeah so that's the reason why ants can't and all of my other youtube subscriptions because i just find random stuff and i'm like hey i like that person's voice i'm gonna subscribe to this person and they actually put out interesting content too so it's crazy the amount, and I thought maybe it's I thought just everyone's because... YouTube channels were like when I thought everyone subscribed to a bunch of people like that. Maybe I'm just a stickler when it comes to like stuff like that because just, like just look at look at look at all my stuff. I, I mean I got some good stuff on there. All right, we'll what we'll do the segment called "What is Eric subscribed to?" Top fifteens. Huh? Please tell me you haven't plagiarized your top tens with that your top fifteens. With the Burger King foot lettuce guy, no. Okay. <laughs> no, not the Burger King. Ants Canada. Cosmonaut for Variety Hour. Markiplier, of course. Looper, of course. Watch Mojo, of course. Um, GGG Man Lives? Yeah, guy's a video game reviewer. He's awesome. Okay. A lot of these are video game reviewers. Yeah, I mean, I see a lot of animated avatars. Are you subscribed to the R Show? I don't believe so, no. That doesn't sound familiar. So, you mean... To tell me you have all these subscribers and yet you still aren't even subscribed to our own YouTube channel. I mean, what can I say? The YouTube algorithm is weird. Chase Bunker. Not only will I spare some swearing for the all-nighter, I will swear currently. Kyle Helmstetter. That's not what I asked, but okay. This is that game show. First off, Eric, I want to commend you for going one segment without swearing. Ah, uh, you're welcome. Honestly, I almost I almost slipped an F in there just to uh, just to mess all of that up. 
I literally this close. I think this is like the first show that it's just been you and I because I knew Kyle and I have had a few episodes, and then you've there's other episodes you've tagged along, but I don't think you've had your own episode. You know what we should do? What's though? that? Whenever we can't like get the whole crew together, we should get the other person on a Skype call or a Discord call. That would be really awkward because we're on a Yeti microphone, and in order for you to hear, you'd have to go through these headsets, and the cord, it would have to be literally us, like right next to each other the entire time, and it would just hurt our back. We could hook up the Discord app on the phone to an external speaker, Mm-hmm. and we'll have a speaker right here, and it's like he's right here. Has Discord surpassed Skype? I, honestly, I want to say, who has Skype anymore? I still have Skype, and when I try, I tried to get an interview with uh, Cecilia D'Anastasio, the uh, author of the Sexism at Riot Games, which she put up two articles of that. If you have not read that, that is a really good piece of reporting that you have to read on Kotaku. Like, you can have your issues with Kotaku and all that, whether or not like you like them or not. I highly suggest you read them because they're really good. They're really well written and really well reported. There's a lot of like W's in there and it almost makes me sound like I have a speech impediment. But it's, we just couldn't get it because of scheduling conflicts because um, she's on two different time zones. No, it's like, it's one of those like, we're in the East Coast, she's over in California. So it's kind of hard when I work nights and she's over there like doing her stuff. Whatever helps you sleep at night. It, yeah. She probably thought the show was stupid. But either way... Yeah. <laughs> either way, I highly recommend checking that out. We'll post that on our Twitter page as well. They're really good reads. And it's... It, it's interesting. Like, it's a... How you say, like... It's happening with a big company like Riot. And when you have a company who's probably the number one team... Or number one company right now in esports. Would you say? them? It's either them it's or Dota 2. Or Blizzard. Whatever Blizzard's esports team is. StarCraft 2 is still pretty big. StarCraft 2 is big. Here's the Storm isn't as big in the three. Yeah, it kind of fell down in popularity, I want to say. Um, and Overwatch a little bit. Well, Overwatch is in the offseason. We'll see how Overwatch does in Season 2. And I think that also took away... Overwatch kind of took away some views. Because there's also been times when there's been double scheduling. So, like, there was a Hearthstone tournament, but there's also Heroes going on. So you can't watch them both. But, and also, they've definitely changed the meta in Overwatch, so... Yeah, that's... I'm Which going... is honestly kind of for the best now. Mercy it, it is. the only, like, the absolute pick every single time, you know? It's not it is. And I, I like a good meta change, but the one thing I don't want, and it's, it's what happened with League so many times, and I haven't watched it... Re- I haven't watched the new Worlds. Actually, did they finish Worlds? Honestly, I don't even follow League anymore. I, I think stopped they, playing I, League years ago. I think they just finished Worlds, but, like, for a lo- the longest time, it was always, like, the same 12 to 15 champions. It wasn't... And they just cycled through that, and then Callista was always banned. So, that well, was the main reason why I just stopped. So like, everything's the same. Like, that's one reason I liked Heroes. And now the one thing I like about Overwatch is that yes, they've cha- they keep changing the meta so we can see more lineups, more alterations, and all that, and see how they pan I through. I think it's really healthy for the game. It is. Mm-hmm. And I like that they make it more of a spectacle. Yeah. It, it's. I thought for their first season, it's really well done. We should try to get someone from Blizzard to see like Who someone from like the Overwatch. I could try to talk to Uber because one, he's a really nice man and he responds on Twitter. Two. We could also probably talk to him about how he critiqued my shoutcasting, and 
I've told. Have I told that story yet on I'm, the show? I'm not sure you have on this show. I sent Uber my shoutcasting once because I've applied for numerous shoutcasting positions. I never heard anything, so I don't know if I was getting better, if I was getting worse. What I need to work on. And he said, "Give, show me what you have, and I will critique it." And I said, "Okay." So I sent him two clips. He looked at one. It was ten minutes long, and he gave me four pages single spaced of critiques and i'm like wow i'm terrible honestly did you take a long look at yourself in the mirror that night and be like wow i am just a piece of garbage i i oh my gosh <laughs> i literally am just like i i looked at him like maybe i just not, i can't do this but I, he was very supportive in that he said all the mistakes you did i made when i started and i thought you could be lying to me but it's a really nice thing to say. And he even said, I'm like... It's constructive He criticism. was... Yo, he, every piece of it was constructive. None of it was... Like, you're a piece of garbage. None of that. And he goes... <laughs> like, he kept saying, like, it does not benefit me to belittle you. And I'm just like... Oh, that means he wanted to, though. That means he wanted to. He didn't want to. Yeah, of course he did. I mean... That's what I would say to sugarcoat it. Well, he all... Like, here, here's the thing. Like, because he doesn't know me the way that you do and that like we would both laugh at how bad it really was he didn't want to do like i think if we got him on he got to know us a little bit better he probably would make a lot of jokes about how bad it was by the way did you see his suit during the finals no dude (laughs) that suit was amazing like that suit was fine i'll i'll try to find it uber's kind of been like the craig sager of overwatch which is a dated reference i don't even know if you get that but he wears a lot of flamboyant suits. Let me see if I can find this. Well, keep stalling for me while I look this up. Um, I'm really bad at stalling. Yes, you are very good. Thank you for that. Pretty much, I can't find it on here, but it was like this red and yellow, like suit and tie, suit and jacket, and all that. And I'm Incredibly just like, flashy. It oh, it was. It was so loud, and I loved it. And like. I even said on Twitter, like, for my birthday, buy me that. And guess what somebody got me? Uh, Did they get you that? No. No one got me that suit. No one on Twitter even knew it was my birthday. Oh, I didn't even know it was your birthday? Yeah, I know. Happy birthday. You're a month late. Woo. So let's also talk about the big story that came out today. We were kind of just going to have a dick around show, but this time, like, this news came out and it's really sad and that is Telltale has announced that they have laid off all but 25 people to pretty much work on The Walking Dead final season and then they're going to close their doors for good. That is a shame. It really is. Um, the internet seems to be mixed uh, mixed opinions. Most people literally are you know, either you love Telltale games or you hate Telltale games. It's a yeah. very niche style. Like, that's the thing. Like, as someone who is a big fan of Quantic Dream games and loves a good story, I love Telltale games. Like, I thought, like, Batman Season 2 was incredible. Uh, I nominated um, Wolf Among Us and Tales from the Borderlands as our games of the ye- games of the year. Like, they were really well done. Like, yes, the engine was super dated. Like, they just upgraded it. But I think what I'm more upset about is that the fact that we waited so long to get Wolf Among Us 2... And they announce it, and all of a sudden they just kind of t- get rid of it. And that, uh, 
I'm more upset at the fact that they're using this brand new awesome engine that just got released for the final season of The Walking Dead, but then they're going to shut their doors, and like, are they going to continue to use this new engine? Is another company going to take the source code for the engine and use it? Because, I mean, I would like to see more out of this. I want to see what this engine could have possibly, what could possibly do in the future. It's, uh, well, I think what really upsets me is not too long ago, we got announced Wolf Among Us 2. Yeah. And there was another sequel that was announced. I'm trying to remember what it was. Was it, was it Minecraft 2? Are they making another Minecraft I thought they one? made, I, they either are, they, they made one, I forget, but. I know that they did Guardians of the Galaxy, but I don't think that warranted a sequel. No. Well, I think that that's also kind of leading to what was the downfall. Like, The Verge had an article about the toxic management on there. From and, Telltale? From Telltale. And have you read that yet? No, I haven't. It showed, it's, okay, we'll post that as well. It, it came out in March. Pretty much, you had the two writers from uh, Walking Dead Season 1, like, from uh, let me uh, let me start over. So they made Jurassic Park, and it failed. And so while they were making Jurassic Park, they were oh, working on Walking about, Dead. Yeah, I forgot about Jurassic. Yeah, Park. a lot of people did wow. for a reason. Okay. And so, we, they had to get a turnaround. And so when they did Walking Dead, the two people that were kind of running it and creating it, they pretty much were able to bypass all the higher ups and said. We're making this game. We need something to put out because Jurassic Park failed. So they put out Walking Dead Season 1 and it's a massive success. They're, they're heralded as the main reasons behind it. And so then that's it led to more projects. It led to Wolf Among Us. Oh, I think that's that was the next project was Wolf Among Us. I believe so, yeah. And so during that time, those two people left and made... Um, Campo Studios, the people that did, uh, I, I might be but, uh, butchering that, but they did um, Firewatch while the successful. Oh, so they, I didn't know that they split off from Telltale. Yeah, so okay, those two idea. left. And so they so they had a whole other group do uh, Walking Dead Season 2. So then... Which I thought was awesome. I heard, I, I, don't, I, I have Walking season. Dead, I haven't played it yet. Second season is so good. Is it? Okay. So then you have Wolf Among Us come out. Wolf Among Us does well. And then all of a sudden you get thrown in. Like, remember when Wolf Among Us came out that all of a sudden you had Tales from the Borderlands and Game of Thrones at the same time. And then you had... That Game of Thrones was so bad. I heard it was... I I didn't hear it was like... I'm sure you didn't like it, but I heard it was like not the greatest. It wasn't very good. Yeah. And so, like, it was like a matter of time when they were just getting... Project the project of the project. It was it went from Wolf Among Us to we're gonna do Tales of the Borderlands and we're gonna get Game of Thrones and then we're gonna get Guardians of the Galaxy is getting big so we're gonna jump on that. Also we have uh, Minecraft and I think I I might have it might be reversed but either way they got those and then throw in Batman and they did Batman right though they did Batman right it was so fun they did Batman right and like season two so much better than season one I'm like halfway through my PlayStation uh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh. But the thing, like, they ended up just getting so bombarded where it was, you have, they have, like, unlimited paid time off. But because you're working so much and everybody's working, like, six-day work weeks, they didn't want the others to be 
like not pulling their weight. They're like, oh, well, I, we don't care about you or all that. Like, hey, I, I'm going to come in and I'm not going to take that long a vacation. So it was like, here's this nice, really nice thing, but they kind of guilt you with it somewhat. And then they bring in these young people and they are just working constantly and they're just, they don't want to say no because they don't want to be like, I, I, I want to put in, like, I, I'm, I am into this. And so they, they throw all these people straight out of college in a bad position. You've had a whole bunch of people leave, like some of them formed, uh, um, night school studios who made oxen free, which did well. And so eventually you just saw like one of the higher ups, like he kept saying all oh, the credit, you know, we're a team team, but he's like. I want the credit. And so you have that. And he keeps getting promoted. And he's kind of want the spotlight on him. And it's a really tough article like to read because you're just like, oh, oh, wow. Because like it's a game that if it's a company that you really like, if you love their style, it's a really tough thing to read. And that's the problem with them is that it's a very, very niche market. But man, do they do a great job telling stories. They do. I will say that. Half of the game to me is a good story. It is. Like, if I can't get immersed in the story, it's hard for me. Even if the gameplay is really good for me, for me to feel like it's a believable world. Mm-hmm. You gotta sell it to me. By the way, the hashtag Telltale Jobs is trending, and it's a lot of people saying, oh, I'm getting now, I'm getting to the part where I'm getting the actual employees. Oh, those are tough to read. But you're also getting a lot of gaming companies. Ubisoft's coming out. Um, what are they saying? Hey, if you want to come over, uh, meet us Monday at blank. Tell it, we'll talk to you about job oh, opportunities. Poaching. I mean, is it poaching? Like, well, not really, because I mean, they're letting them go, but in a way, they are kind of. But at the same time, I think they're doing a good thing. Yeah. Because I mean, the worst thing about all this is that people are losing their jobs. Yes. That's awful because there's a lot of talented people who work for this com- worked for this company, mm-hmm. and now what, what's going to happen to them. So I hope they get picked up by other companies. Yeah, oh, here, like, here's a whole bunch of them. Santa Monica Studios is coming out saying, hey, we have jobs, please apply. Gearbox, Heart Machine, Ubisoft, or Ubisoft, it depends, you know, tomato, tomato. But at least these companies are reaching out and saying, hey, we're really sorry, we'll take you in. That's kind of like the gaming community looking out for each other. It is. Sense. You know, that's awesome. Except for Konami. We don't talk about Konami. We don't talk about them. EA is very close to. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're getting a little bit better. I played the um, the Battlefield Five open beta. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not terrible? It wasn't terrible. Blaine Gabbert, not terrible? It was pretty good, honestly. Like, I wouldn't... I honestly, I probably wouldn't buy it just because I'm not a big fan of those kinds of games so much anymore. You know, I'm not 15 years old anymore. Yeah. But it was enjoyable. It was buggy, obviously. It was an open beta. Yeah. But it felt good to shoot things as Britons and uh, Germans in World War II. I didn't get a chance. I had... I got the email notification... I had it downloaded, but, like, that weekend, I just couldn't play it. Did you try the Blackout beta? No, I wanted to, though. It felt like a really good PUBG. Really? Like a really bug-free PUBG. I think if anybody can pull it off and dethrone Fortnite, it's going to be Call of Duty. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, it feels like you're playing Call of Duty. Like, the shooting, Call of, one thing that Call of Duty is known for is obviously the shooting. It feels mm-hmm. good. The, the Call of Duty really mechanics good. are really good. Like, th- whether or not you like Call of Duty, like, you can at least admit the mechanics of the game and, like, the Sports shooting. Yes, they are really, really good. 
even in the beta, it was super kind of buggy. Like, every other match I would play mm-hmm. with my friends, I would just drop the match, yeah. and, like, they would play without me, and it kind of sucks. Yeah. But um, other than that, it felt good to play. Mm-hmm. But I'm just kind of over the whole Battle Royale genre in general, to yeah. be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Coming up, we're going to talk about an alpha that is still si- having uh, signups right now, and I think it looks really cool. So, uh, yeah, here's a random bumper. Hey, it's Chase. Just giving you a quick update. As I was editing this, Telltale's announced that the 25 people that they kept were not going to be working on The Walking Dead and that they are working on Minecraft story mode for Netflix. So we are uncertain whether or not Walking Dead Episode 2 is going to end the series because they're also working on finances to get Episode 3 and 4. However, mind you, apparently there was no severance package for those fired employees. So, just wanted to at least give you a quick update. And now, here's the random bumper. Chase Bunker. Chase Bunker. You don't know what to say for this! Eric Vasquez. I don't give a damn. <laughs> this is that game show. Kyle Helmstetter. I did your bumper for you. There you go, beautiful. Can, that, can you do a bumper inside of a bumper? I'd rather not. This is that game show. Alright, so... I actually ended the segment without fooling Eric, and I really should have. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, I deserve it. I know. But I saw that some of the people that made, uh, some of the people from Bioware are working on this game called Breach. Have you seen the trailer to it? I have not, actually. I I posted about it on my personal Twitter, and I posted on the, the show's Twitter as well. And it looks really cool. It's a dungeon brawler. So, like, you have all these different styles of classes you go through, and you fight, you you go through dungeons. However, like, there's also kind of like a multiplayer, like, not like Dead by Daylight aspect, but it's like one person is the quote-unquote Veil Demon, and, like, they control the monsters that come in. Okay, kind of like a commander mode in some RTS. Somewhat, yeah, somewhat, yeah, but it's not, like, over the top. It's just kind of like you So it's all third person, I'm assuming? Yeah, it's all third person. I think you can put it in first as well but like if you watch the trailer to it it looks really cool what's the game called breach breach and i've been talking with them as well and i i want to try to get one of their people on because the game looks incredible and i want to learn more about it and i've seen some gameplay footage and i think this could be big it was it was announced march 26 2010 what breach yeah, that's not it. Okay. That is, that is... Say, I was going to say, wow. I mean, eight years later. No. Well, there was a game that I just saw the other day that was announced, like, that early. Didn't okay. someone say, like, Final Fantasy XV was announced in 2010? It was announced shortly after Final Fantasy XIII came out. And it was actually, I think it would be, like, Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen or something. And then there was going through a bunch of development issues so they just rebranded it in like 2012 to like mm-hmm. final fantasy 15 and that's how we have final fantasy 15 now honestly i don't really know it's so convoluted that time yeah Deep square was going through some things they're, they're going through some stuff they're going through some you know they're mm-hmm. going through their final fantasy puberty oh speaking of which i know this is completely off topic but since we're talking kind of about square nobu imatsu mm-hmm. the um the, the composer yeah legendary composer he's uh stopping his work due to his failing health no. That literally hurts my heart. No. I just want to point that out. I just want to say that now. That, that is he literally was so, my childhood. I, 
the because I came to the Final Fantasy party late in Final Fantasy X. I'd say that, that was close enough. That whole final fight with Jekt, if the brag, 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 like that, that I, like that's awful. the one that always <laughs> stands out. Like I'm just like, holy bleep, this is really cool. And that's always the song that always stands out. And that's how I kind of discovered him. Like, oh, he's really good. Like, I still listen to his stuff to this day. Like, you'll mm-hmm. hear me. Like, if you're ever, like, in the Orlando area, you'll hear me driving my car blasting Final Fantasy music. Yeah. No shame. I mean, I mean, there's no shame to it. Like, you shouldn't have shame for that. Like, it's good music. Um, have you, do you get all the episodes for Final Fantasy XV? No. Honestly, I haven't even paid for any DLC. I just had the base game. I'm wondering if it's worth it because i almost bought like the season pass to get all the episodes and i wondered like how expansive it is with the story well i think they added the three other characters stories Mm -hmm. um they added a bunch of new dungeons from what i understand they supposedly added like a continuate they're going to add a continuation to the story and okay spoilers for anybody who has not played final fantasy 15 it's been two years hurry up guys. yeah hurry up they're, they're saying they're adding a way to expand it. I'm like, how? Like a new game plus, but no, because I think no, there, no, there's already a new game plus. I think there's already a new oh, yeah, game. No, that's right. There is a new game plus already. I've, I still haven't played anything outside of like after beating it just because I went so far without dying. I didn't want to ruin that. You did the spider dungeon though. So good on you. I hated that so, so much. So good on you. Well, I mean, you, the, the, you mean the two spider dungeons? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. The two spider dungeons. Yeah. I still was not happy about that. Like, I never did the secret dungeon just because, like... Spiders? No, I, no, I know that they don't have spiders. And there's no enemies in that secret dungeon. That's just a platforming dungeon, right? Yeah, the platforming dungeon. I never did any of it just because, that like... Well, I didn't want to die. Let me take a look at this. Final Fantasy fifteen continuation. That'd be really cool if they did that. Because I like the story in fifteen, but I felt it was... This is going to sound weird because I know it wasn't rushed, but it sounds like... It felt like it was kind of rushed. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it was kind of cramming everything in there in that last act, and it just felt forced. Um, this, according to GameSpot, the news was shared during a PAX... Uh, depending on PAX East, like past episodes, each will center around one specific character. Character, Arden, Arena, Luna, and Noctis. The last one being most notable, the bunch of us will explore the story of his, quote, final battle. The one that we fought with him? Yeah, that, that, that's... Why are they exploring the final battle if we were literally there doing it? I don't know. Episode 1, Arden, The Conflict of the Sage. The story portrays the struggle of Arden. Witness, uh, witness the resentment he harbored towards Lucius for over 2,000 years and his clashes with the Astrals. Arena, beginning at the end. The side story of the Star Scourge depicted from the uh, Niflheim's, uh, Niflheim's perspective. The final day of the Empire turns out to be Arena's worst day. Luna Freya, the choice of freedom, the story about Luna's fate, which not even death can free her from. Her battle, sa- her battle to save the one she loves overturns the destiny dealt to Lucian King. Episode 3, Noctis, the final strike. Mind you, all of this is on GameSpot as well, so credit to GameSpot for this article. Uh, parting with the Astrals, Noctis embarks upon his final battle in order to attain the ideal future for all of his people. Additional details on all these are still to come, including specific timing... Uh, of the release we also do not know how much these will cost or if square enix intends to offer an additional season pass with this new slate of content Hmm. interesting well i'm all for it 
Yeah, I mean, I'm all for it too. Like, it's always interesting to play the bad guy and see the bad guy's perspective. Um, like, I don't know. I just think I find it kind of mildly offensive that they release Final Fantasy 15 for Windows and they call it the complete edition, and then they're going to release more things. So yeah. Clearly, it's not well, the complete edition. I think just adding more to that story, and they're just like, I'm thinking, like, how are you going to add more? I'm still, like, not satisfied with the ending. I was not at all satisfied. That the the villain in Final Fantasy 15 didn't really seem that villainous. No. It seemed that, like, there was definitely been better Final Fantasy villains, and he just didn't seem... He, had the, ma- the, he had the makings to be a great villain. Oh, yeah, the hair. The second you saw that hair, you're like, oh, that guy's a villain, 100%. Yeah. And then, like, I, I wish, like, you could have had a good battle. Like, the one thing I wanted to say, we, we've been trying for years to have an all-nighter episode on just Final Fantasy. We were just like, all right, whatever, we can't do it. Oh, I'm waiting for that day. I'll come with the guns loaded, Final Fantasy ammunition. What, do you actually want to have an episode now? Should, should I hold off on what I'm going to say and just talk all about Final Fantasy fifteen? Should we have one episode where we do that? I was going to talk about all Final Fantasies. Oh, I was just going to say only about Final Fantasy fifteen. No, it doesn't. that doesn't work in its own episode. Okay. All Final Fantasies, though. Oh, I have nothing for that. But I hate the scripted badassery, and I felt that that kind of ruined it for me. Agreed. I remember watching all the videos of, like, the Leviathan fight and all of that. And it looks so great. I'm like, whoa, I can't wait to fight that. And, like, I'm going to do what I want to do in this fight. But really, it wasn't like that at all. It's like, here, hit this button and move forward a little bit. And then hit this button again, and he's dead. Yeah. After five minutes of fighting. Whereas in past Final Fantasy games, you fight an epic-looking boss, and you're there for, like, an hour or two fighting that Yeah, thing. granted. The, the end of 10 kind of had that in the end as well. Oh, yeah, like but, Omega Weapon and stuff. Yeah, but then at the same time, it's like, okay, I've also fought Jet for 30 minutes. So <laughs> I think I'm fine with killing all the Aeons also having auto-life on hand. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. But with this one, it was start to finish, it's, it's already planned out. Like, you literally can't mess this up and that's the one thing i was kind of upset yeah, you with you can't really fail any of the boss battles like truly honestly fail them yeah unless you're literally just dead at well the uh, let's, let's rephrase that the dungeon bosses you can oh yeah absolutely those are a different breed though yeah they're not like the main scenario mm-hmm. just set pieces i still never fought, fought the demon wall either when i came when you come back from whatever realm you came from and the entire land is just all darkness then you go into the cave and you see this level 99 demon wall i'm just like <laughs> no nope. turning and around i didn't even, i just saw an arm and i just go nope and i just i walked back in all of its 4k glory i'm out of here oh my gosh i i said nope to that and i didn't even finish all the hunts either the hunts are fun though that's yeah, but except for the spider one. Well, I can, I can see why you didn't want to do it. Yeah, I still have to fight the adamantoids either. That guy was a pain. I heard that even at ninety nine, he's a pain. You didn't fight him at ninety nine. You fought him at what forty five? Like forty five. Forty. I think it was like four. I was almost fifty. I wasn't fifty yet because I beat the game at like forty something. I have my picture on Facebook to prove it. <laughs> you plowed that game too. I did. And you beat the adamantoids. How long did that uh, take you? Several hours. It was a long time. Yeah. That's like, um, Curtis had, he fought him at 99 and it still took him forever. 
It took me a good, what, three or four hours, and I died a few times, like, trying to do, to get to that point. It was just, ugh. Yeah, that's that was what... A, it was, I mean, but that's what I like in the Final Fantasy games. Like, give me bosses like that. I want to get tired halfway through and be like, wow, I still have a few more hours in this battle and I'm tired already. I, I don't mind a good fight. I just don't want scripted badassery, and I yeah. don't want three-hour-long fight where I'm just like, all right, bleep this, I'm out. Like, Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I just kind of like... I just want the option to, like, when I fail a battle, I want it to because it's my fault. I messed up in doing something. Yeah. Not because I didn't press a quick time event button. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, that is our show for today. Uh, let's give some shout-outs real quick to uh, the band Power Glove for letting us use their music, of course. Um, Gamer Bus Show, check them out. They are hilarious. If you like edgy humor, which we don't have enough of these days now, definitely check them out. Um, backslash and tilde, uh, Soda City Art. We saw them over at Tampa Bay Comic or Atlanta Comic Con. Excuse me, Atlanta Comic Con, and we saw some of their art. I bought some of it. They're really good. Um, who else was there? Geeks, uh, Geek Versus podcast. Geek Versus podcast. Yes. We saw them over in Atlanta. They're really they're one hysterical, and we had a really cool conversation with them. Yeah. And they actually persuaded us we might try to do Dragon Con next year. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. It would be a pain in the butt. I hated driving to Atlanta. And I'm pretty but... sure they mentioned some kind of a collab business. Yeah, we should do that. We should do that. Did they actually say there? You're just trying to force the issue now. We might be having to force in their hand right now. Okay. Very good. Even though I'm sure nobody is going to. No one, none of our friends are going to go up to Geek Versus and say, hey, they want to collab. I think it's going to have to be man, us. You never know. Mel Weezy's not going to do that. That's You're 100% sure about that. Because Mel Weezy's the only one that listens to us. By the way, Geekly Podcast, check them out. Because they, they had a new episode come out the other day, and it's really good. So check them out. Are we forgetting anybody? Any of our friends? Can we feel really bad if I missed one? Honestly, we probably are forgetting people, but... I really should just start writing these down. This is why we have only 100 subscribers. Because we forget everybody? <laughs> All right. We everyone that cares about Cool. We'll talk to you guys later. Eric, thanks a lot for coming. It's so weird. You swear either. I've been a good person today. Yeah, I'm surprised. Is there any way we can keep that up? No. I'm sorry. Well, when Kyle's here, all gloves are off. All right. I'll take a look and he's got like a troll face on it, but I have to do it. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. Take it easy, guys. Have a good night. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check out more episodes on iTunes and on our YouTube page, youtube.com forward slash that new show show. And follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash that game show show.